You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my home. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that we all love to frolic about Man. in our free time. <laughs> Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show and keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study... Join the others who have gone on to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Now, thank you for listening to episode 161, Batman in July. Another month has ended, so you know how this goes. Uh, Going to talk Batman comics from the month of July, but this one comes with a little bit of a twist. And I can't do this alone. Uh, joining me back on this show, you know his voice, you know his Italian meets if you pay attention to him online, and you know that he is the reason for Peter's Park for Frolicking location soon to be determined. It's one Peter Vera from straight out of Gotham. Hello, Peter. Oh, cool. <laughs> and Justin just heard that and he's giggling. <laughs> he is giggling. He's like, oh, oh, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. <laughs> oh, Kowalski. <laughs> oh, Kowalski. <laughs> you did it again, you son of a bitch. Oh, old scallywag Kowalski up to the end. Up to his barnacles in trouble once again. <laughs> uh, Peter, how are you? Uh, you know. Yeah, you know. Dang, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this on a weekend, and usually, usually anybody's paying attention to Twitter at Pete Illustrated. Pete smoking meats on weekends. Do you have one? Do you have one coming up this weekend? Uh, I have a ham, but it's like weather permitting. So we'll okay. See. All right. Keeping yeah. it keeping it simple. Keeping it dry. We're getting wet. <laughs> well, okay. All right. There we go. Well, we just bumped the uh the rating of this show up to an explicit. So there we go. Oh, you're perfect. this this uh wrap up is going to be a little different um it's going to kind of remind me of way back when when we did the uh future state episodes a little bit um Ah, no holzman though no holzman because holzman he he is anti uh batman book club he's all about the bbc but just not the batman book club so it's okay i understand some people have their interests pete's here that's all i need uh, because what has taken over the DC Comics line is an event called Night Terrors, which we knew this was coming. It's been teased. Um, it's overtaking like, all books, <laughs> but there are there are still some unrelated Batman books that came out in July. So what we're going to do is we're going to break this up and we're going to talk all Night Terrors. And then we're going to talk about some of those Batman books that are unrelated. So let's get to... Uh, diving into the DC Comics event of the summer, Night Terrors. Now, 
Now, it is a little confusing, and I'm really glad that at the back of every single DC comic, they laid out what was like each week what's coming out because checklist is a bit overwhelming at first looking at it. Granted, I looked at that and I'm like, you know, I'd count up like 25 comics or something like that. That was all related. And I'm like, oh, Pete and I used to do more than that a month just on Batman alone. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all that was training. But uh, rather than go week to week, issue to issue, I think we can just kind of lump some together. Uh, the first in this kind of is I think this is kind of dumb for DC Comics to do. They they yes. first released Night Terrors. Well, they did it. Night Terrors First Blood. And then they did Night Terrors number one. And then at the yep. end of the month did Night Terrors number two. And it's like, just make it freaking one, two, three, because that's the easiest way to, to follow along for anybody it, that wants it's either to do it this way or it's like night terrors alpha and omega so yes exactly <laughs> and it's just like guys i, I ugh. and i know um those who are paying attention will figure it out and everything but it's like you you don't just want only a small audience you want everybody to be able like they can come in so just start with one two three but the first one out the gate was um night terrors first blood and I think we can talk that one a little bit on its own and then go into the night terrors number one and two. And so this, first of all, Pete, did you read the, the night terror? I should have asked you first. Did you read the night terrors first blood and then one and two? I read one and two. I don't think I read first blood. When did first blood come out? Okay. Um, was July first blood was, it was June? Rambo and that was in the eighties, but actually night terrors first, blood. yeah, it was the first, well, you know, the first I mean. weekend. <laughs> written by joshua williamson who i feel like is the the main uh dude behind all of this um who he's, he's definitely been writer. the main dude for like at least two years for dc yeah i've been i've enjoyed his stuff did he do was it dark crisis yes okay did he do infinite frontier yeah oh. yeah he's done everything he's okay, done everything so He's basically the new Jeff Johns. He started in Flash and then he took over. Okay. Um, I've enjoyed his work. What how have you felt? I like it stuff? a lot. Okay. I like his flash. I like his flash a lot. Not a lot of people do. Well, uh, they they don't rank it as high as I do, but I like his flash a lot. Gotcha. Okay. So there's I think there's some things alluded to this month in the main Night Terrors story that I'm like, oh, I bet Pete understands what this is, and I don't because this seems like this is something else that he's written. Uh but First Blood was basically, it was the setup. So it, you'd almost think that it's the prologue of Night Terrors, but also it's kind of essential to get things up and going, which is, again, is why I say it should be number one. But art by Riley, or by, um, oh man, what's his name? Port Howard Porter. Okay. Eh, like, I used to like Howard Porter's stuff a lot, and I've really, like, I've just grown more and more distant So with this stuff. Like, are, is this before basically batman gets possessed this has to be right this is way before this is this is where he gets possessed so basically um and no surprise here pete but john d aka dr destiny mm. um he's heavily involved in dreams and there's a new villain named insomnia that's looking for the nightmare stone and john d is found at the hall of justice dead murdered but then surprisingly, he's also in Arkham Tower, uh, alive but injured. 
And so Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman are at the Hall of Justice talking about this and, and what it all means. And Batman gets the call from Harley Quinn at Arkham Tower that John D, aka Dr. Destiny, is at Arkham Tower. So it's like, wait, how can he be two places in one? Meanwhile, yes, Dead I Man, did read this, yes. Okay, Dead Man has cool. discovered, which I think this is actually kind of a cool um cool distinction between you know dead man's world and then re- reality is he's outside the hall of justice you see what he sees which is nothing but like souls and stuff surrounding the hall of justice but then mm-hmm. you get what the regular or living folks see and it looks very bright and happy and fun um but dead man needs to he's he needs a way to communicate to like wonder woman and superman and batman about what's kind of going on here so he takes over batman's body batman kicks him out he's pissed off it's like knock this off don't do it again boston yes yes then he ends up doing it anyway and he goes to arkham tower to fight and it and then it sets up basically what's going on with night terror so that's i guess kind of spoiling a lot of the setup but go ahead and take it away what'd you think pete um i remember you know what it is on the dc app because i read this digitally the mm-hmm. fourth is underneath the 11th so i'm sitting there looking like why yeah. is 7 11 where is this first blood book and it's yeah. like it's the fourth <laughs> <laughs> anyway um this is not really my kind of jam i kind of like dead man but like i know dead man and batman have this history and it's very neil adamsy and i should like it i just don't i kind of you know i like them more separate like i rather have i don't know like it's it's one of the few like neil adams connections that just doesn't vibe with me um it's okay it's cool i don't care about this new villain i just when did dc comics stop like this i noticed this with uh uh, future state is they stop the main title and then they just print a new book so it's not a it's not like detective comics 1045 the tie-in it's just a completely different volume you know it's very weird yeah did they they start doing that with with the future state like this feels like a brand new thing every other uh, book has basically been paused in in favor of their night terrors counterpart um yeah i think so uh because yeah a a lot of other times it just it interrupts it interrupts the main title Mm -hmm. um so i'm actually I'm actually okay that they made this like put a pause on the other titles and made this it's kind fine, of be something. No gap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no gap. Yeah. Well, the, I so, do have a gap because I'm not reading it. I'm not Joker, the man who stops laughing. You know, issue number ten is going to be out in September. I don't feel like I have to buy the two issues that are tie-ins to Night uh, Night Terrors, which won't have really anything to do with that main Joker story. So I'm I'm actually I'm good with that. So hey, there's an idea that that worked out fine. Like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pause yeah. the other stuff and focus on this. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I when just I don't read... know how I feel about it, man. It's just like it, the story itself just doesn't really jive with me. I'd rather, I don't know. I'd rather this, this, and I don't, it's this is more Justice League dark stuff. Like I feel like this maybe should yeah. be on a smaller scale. So, like, I don't know. If... I was I was a little in and out with this issue, and I'm because. I told you, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to read all this stuff so I can just have an overall for once, a whole event, a whole opinion on the whole thing. Um, And, and this being the first issue, I was very much just like, eh, like, I don't know. I'm in on some parts and then other parts. I'm just kind of like, nah. And like <laughs> you said, with the dead man, Batman relationship, I feel like it's, it's restrained. So it's like, I want to like it. It's the same thing over and over they, again. They just can't like, 
communicate really or something. So there's always that barrier that just prevents it. And I know a lot of people be like, well, duh, that's the whole point. And I'm like, but it just gets a little tired to me. Um, but then there's other moments like back in reading, like the Neil Adams illustrated where it's got this collection. Like I, I do like those stories. Um, so I just, I don't know how I feel about it overall. And then the art, I just wasn't a massive fan of the art. Um, you said Justice Justice League Dark is, you know, it's supposed to be like horror, but I don't, I don't find it to be horror. Like this just not, feels like a, this feels like Zatanna, um, yeah, like, like sorcery the, kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm like Doctor eh. Fate, Swamp Thing, like they should all be more involved in this than ba- yeah. Batman. You know, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's just that's my whole vibe to it. It just feels way more like just the supernatural. Just feels way more up their alley than it does the regular. Yeah. Justice League, and I feel like Justice League even defers to them specifically. Like, oh no, this is this is our branch that handles this. Yeah, <laughs> they go handle this cat in a tree. Uh, Doctor Fatal handle this ghoul. Yeah. So when it, so then when the so that's the setup, which I think is crucial to understand Night Terrors one and two and what's going on. So when it kicks into that book, uh, one thing that. Can't I mean I think for because they're squeezing this entire event into two months, you're going to have different artists even on the main book. The well, Night I don't Terrors think this is being one. squeezed. I think this is just a two month event. Like I think Future State was squeezed into two months. Well, I think this is part of the plan. Like I think it will be this will end up being executed better. I just don't like the story. Essentially, I just, I mean like there's gonna there's gonna be different artists. Yeah. Um, between like even the main Night Terrors book. So like in this one. I was a big fan of like the opening art with the dead man stuff. Uh, then it went into some that, I mean, all of it overall, the art on this one was, was good, I think, but it was, Oh, the dead man stuff. I think it looks great, but then it goes to a different style, but it's also telling like taking you inside the Arkham tower fight with uh, Batman slash dead man and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it goes back to it. It jumps, but I like the art better than the, the first blood. But then the story itself, I think I even told you of like, man, Pete, it's hard for me to kind of try and keep track of what I was going on with the story. Like, mm-hmm. there's an insomnia that wants the nightmare stone. Some are like, all the heroes are basically asleep and having nightmares, except yep. for well, the, the whole world is, except for like the robots, the mm-hmm. the, the magical characters, and the dead characters. That's you know, that's kind of like where. It, that's kind of like where the earth is at that point. Like everyone's basically asleep. So why are we talking about this on a Batman show? Because Boston brand is taking over Batman's body while Batman's having nightmares and Batman's going to be pissed off when he finds out, but we'll also Batman's know. The center you needed this. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, we need Batman to be in this book, but he's not going to be in this book, but he kind of is going to be in this book. So the, in the first, like the issue. So, Dead man goes to get uh the Sandman. You're way more into this than I am. I was I'm not feeling this. I'm trying to at least give some kind of like credibility of, but that's still I know that that was the end of the first issue and it was supposed to be like a yeah or something moment. I'm just kind of okay. <laughs> like yeah. okay. I don't know. And then this where the story goes in the second issue is is and I just read this again like this morning. And perhaps for a talk, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's okay, but it's just. To, 
I will. I, the I ending know. was probably the best part of the book for me, because at least the first book. Like I, I moved on to Night Terrors as well. <laughs> Night Terrors one. I thought that's where we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go back to that. I'm just saying. For me, for going back to Night Terrors one, um, it was cool to see the resurrection of Wesley Dodds. You know, like I was like, oh wow, like that's interesting. I know he's dead, and he looks dead too. It's not like he's brought back. It's he's very Black Lanterny, if you yeah. will. You know. So I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of cool. You know, just like old JSA days. You're like, what could possibly... Okay, like, this is... All right, I'm glad Williamson's doing his homework. But, like, outside of that, like, for me, it was just kind of cool to see that one picture of the Justice League and then the zombie Justice League. Yeah. Like, at that point, I'm looking at art, you know, because the story's kind of, like, not keeping me. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Batmobile design? Like, to give it kind of more of a Batman-esque feel, since this is the Batman book club, like... How do you it feel is about Batman book club? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you feel about Batman's use in this story? Essentially, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm with you. I think it's obviously he's the biggest character to try to sell sell the magazine. The magazine to try to sell the book. Sell the magazine. Sell the magazine. <clears throat> um, locked and loaded. I, I like the inclusion. I think the Batmobile is I. Uh, I don't think that it's bad or anything, but it's also it's just it's fine. It's it would not make a top ten list batmobiles for me or anything i think batman looks i mean he's drawn he's drawn great um you don't mind the red eyes no i think that's just like added to be like remember it's dead he's possessed he's possessed in case you forgot the whole basis of the story (laughs) (laughs) i mean i but i don't i don't want to like approach this with like a a pessimistic you know, like vibe or cynical vibe, because I did have that on the overall future state line. It's that eh. whereas this is like it does have moments that I I do like, and I am being open in reading it. And see, it, it's I prefer Batman being included in something like this because it's like that's my character. Give me, yeah. But then, like, it's, it's meant for. It's that, it, I feel like stuff like this is like it's kind of meant even for a, a reader like you, who's very well seasoned. Let's say Batman. To like, okay, this is a little bit more of the greater DCU, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. try, maybe try to catch your like interest. Maybe, oh man, I really like this. Maybe I'll go buy some Dead Man Trades or something, you know? Like, I don't know, because it's just, for me, it's just I, like they lost me kind of at Future State because I'm like, Future State was like, eh, eh, okay, yeah. maybe. So then this comes around and I'm like, no. Not falling for it this time, you know. Like I'm still bitter about convergence. Like it's just like you know, you buy all these tie-ins and all this jazz, and it's like we yeah. We talk about events. Usually events. I just don't get. I don't get excited for events. No, I haven't got excited since like uh, since since Blackest Night. I was gonna say Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah, probably Blackest Night. Um, is probably still my favorite event. And that surprised me that I that I loved that one so much. But of course, who was in charge? Infinite of it? Crisis was big the goats. I, yeah, I was Infinite Crisis is really big for me because I was able to. Yeah. That, that, I was I was a little bit younger and I had some money and you know like that was like when my first crisis. So that's that was that one's very important to me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean definitely Flashpoint too. That's a recent one. That's like a recent classic. <laughs> a uh, great recent ten years ago, no, twelve years ago. Yeah, but so, yet it yeah. does feel like yeah the most recent event that i really enjoyed really and got excited about point. yeah <laughs> so i'm 12 point. years old but i miss those, why... I, you know i miss getting excited for events like that i feel like yeah they're still not hitting like that 
So uh, Batman's inclusion, though, I'm, I don't know. It's it works, and it's not me questioning that Joshua Williams is like he doesn't know what he's doing or anything like that. Me being into it, I'm not as into it as I was hoping I would be, but I'm not uh, turned off by it um, really either. Yeah. So I'm glad Batman's in it. I I think it (laughs) works for what they're trying. And for my very limited exposure between dead man and Batman's relationship and stuff, I think it works. Um, It's another case though. Like we've kind of said of like, Oh yeah, this is how it usually goes. Dead man and Batman and got to possess you. But I, I, I struggle in a sense of, I guess this villain because it's, I don't, it doesn't feel <laughs> exactly in the end. I, I don't really care. And the part in the second in night terrors, number two that I did care about was Sandman telling the story about basically the cult mm. um, and sacrifice. That was a cool, like short story to me. And I really loved the layouts and the look of that too, making it feel very like, you know, a little more horror-ish and, you know, flashback and the savior tone a little bit and stuff. I'm like, yeah, all that's really cool. And then, and then what? Like, eh. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's fine. In the end, I guess that's just what it is. Like, it's fine. But then I struggle even trying to remember specifically that's what how I feel about all going on. So, yeah. Some of it's really bad. I'm all at least one issue. (laughs) So then, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to say about these? No. These night terrorists? Yeah. It's. it's, eh. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for saving me some money. (laughs) There you go. Uh, The first week. So then, as as many know, there are two issues. So an issue this month and then an issue in August for like all the other titles that are night terrors blah 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 number one so night there is a night terrors batman number one okay well you have me because it's batman it's batman it's the batman title um i'm trying to think did hang on yeah josh williamson wrote this and then mm-hmm. Gillum march did the art so i'm like mm-hmm. okay let's check this out the art looks great the story was the story felt very similar like oh we've like we've been here and done this bruce is a kid he's in the alley his parents get shot and murdered like poor bruce like you know what i mean we've we've seen this yeah no a lot. I'm, I'm with you i'm with you i love the art i care less about the story it's just yep. it feels in the, like pa- the page i'm showing you of bruce in that alley that totally to me was oh yeah that's that level or that's the first scarecrow part in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, walking down the hall and all of a sudden it's a flash and he's well, a yeah. kid and he's walking in the alley and I'm like oh yeah that's Arkham Asylum like we got Ooh. this in the Arkham Asylum and I know I know cha- like after it's like every new generation needs certain treads retold to keep that history going. Is um, it or should they just start pushing your one again? <laughs> I mean. That's just what I mean. It, it was just, and I get it. I get, I do. I get the tone of it being kind of a messed up nightmare because nightmares are messed up and sporadic and everything. But, and you have a guy who, like, the villain shows up. He almost is trying to act a little Joker ish, I think. 
And then it's more like mind F with Bruce and he throws up a bat that has a gun in its head. And it's just, eh. I get the symbolism of it, but also I'm just kind of a little trying to eye rolly to me. So I'm like, unfortunately I was hoping like maybe the solo book I'd like, that'll be a cool one. Cause it's just focused on Batman and something cool with nightmares and stuff. And instead it just, it felt a little too familiar. It, 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 I don't know. To me, these, this, these all read like bad scarecrow stories. <laughs> these are all like everyone's rejected scarecrow stories Hmm. and we've only talked about three books so far yeah well we'll get we'll get moving because i know you have a lot to say about the other batman focused one detective comics night terrors number one (laughs) oh you don't have much to say well let's talk about that that one came out at the end of the month uh it's i don't know i think it's kind of dumb to be honest okay like, I don't know, it, it, it essentially, you know, because Batman's out of commission, right? So they have to fill the void. Fill the void. Fill the void. <laughs> like to fill her void. <laughs> um, They uh, take the angle of Jim Gordon, and J- apparently Jim Gordon's biggest fear is mutant Batman. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say this. We- oh, man. I was like, like, out of everything Gordo's been through, this is it. This is what Jim's a- most afraid of, mutant Batman. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, D. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying oh, to find the credits. The, the credits page. Whoa, it's whoa, a... whoa, whoa! Ricardo Federici. I think the art in this was fantastic. Yeah, that's look. Okay, maybe if I'm being too harsh on the art, then I apologize. That's but okay. But I just want to pump the brakes and tell you to shut your mouth. I'm just kidding. The art, it's um, just it's attached to crap, so it's therefore it's just guilty by association. Yeah, so Dan Waters uh, was the writer, Ricardo Federici, in which I'm like, I know that name. He did the he did uh, I think just one chapter of Lazarus Planet or one of the books that tied into yeah. that story, which I thought looked great. I like, I want this guy to have a Batman book, like an original yes. story, like an 80 page story or something, because there are elements of it where I'm like, oh man, this looks a little like nod to Arkham Asylum. Where is Tomasi? Can we bring Tomasi back? Yeah, because there's just, we please? I think there's a lot of really great art. And I just, I love the style. And then, of course, good old Brad Anderson. Um, oh, yeah. The, like The new the new Alex Sinclair. One of the greats, uh, colorists. So, I mean, I have no complaints on the art. I really no, don't. I no, think it just looks good. It's just great. It's but just, the story. I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah. And doesn't it tie into the one, like, three-part backup that was in Detective? That was really that was terrible of Gordon finding this. It might be that was so bad. Like, I, that and I didn't finish. So bad. Yeah, I'm not good. So but it's weird because like this one starts out like he's at Jim Junior's grave, and then Bab sends him a text. Like, oh, this is mm-hmm. gonna be cute. It's gonna involve the Gordons. Yeah, I was like, and okay, then it's mutant Batman in a bodega. <laughs> <I'm> like what? <laughs> yep, and I'm like, ah, damn it. Yep, lost me. I'm gone. Uh, but is... I finished because I always finish. And yeah, love the art. Did not like the story like at all so yeah i'm like oh man night so man night raiders but we have to do a night terrors edition of batman this is a section i'm excited about were these all the batman (laughs) all the batman centered books okay well, the, the the Batman and Friends. Yeah, so, I mean, we always talk Joker, and you gave me a heads up on this of Night Terrors, the Joker number one, was it was pretty fantastic. Good. Okay, you're, you're way more excited than I am, but I thought it was great. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. It's all right. Okay, so P is the downer of this episode. Nothing made him happy uh, in this episode. Uh, Brace yourself. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty miserable. <laughs> Still, I was a miserable mom. So I'm sorry. It I thought really... this was. I thought this was a blast. I Matthew Rosenberg. I. What? I'm finding a pattern here. Just keep praising his work. Um, I loved the the Joker working at Wayne. You know Wayne Enterprises, and his messed up shenanigans, and it works. And that's what I continue to love with Rosenberg is that he's making a Joker title work consistently. Um, don't you remember like the yeah we've we've read the quotes of when Denny O'Neill said the Joker line title from the 70s and it was yeah, like the restraints and he just can't it just feels like you can't have a book with a villain's book like this but rosenberg's i know we've come a long way since then but i think he's just constantly proven that things change and yeah. i think i liked this just as much as i've liked the previous nine issues of this joker title uh, it was good. I, I liked it. it. It kind of made me think of like the, the few moments in like David Ayer's Suicide Squad where Joker lives like a normal life. Yeah. You know, like and how if he actually was in that position, he'd be miserable. You know, he's just kind of like he's just yeah. he, he doesn't <laughs> really fit in yeah, <laughs> behind a computer and doing all this this crazy normal stuff, you know. Yes. Yeah. You know, just I, to me, though, I'm just not interested in what scares the Joker. I'm interested in like how he wants to piss off Batman, you know, like it, it, it's a cool concept. I don't mind. It's one of the better night terrors issues. It's just, I just don't think I care about. Night you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, you just don't care. Yeah. Even the good stuff, even like Rosenberg, I'm like, yeah, like I was like, I didn't even buy this. I, I liked it. I read it. Cause they let us read this stuff so we can, yep. you know, <laughs> so we can mistakes. talk so negative can about bash, it on yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, um, um, no. Okay. I I read the Poison Ivy one. I just didn't like it. So yeah, I, I didn't feel like either. I don't really want to talk about it because I just didn't really like it. It's I just... read, spoiler alert, the Black Adam one. Batman shows up in the mm-hmm. end, but I didn't like the issue. So I just didn't even include it. I don't really care. Like, eh. <laughs> I feel like the Ivy issue just totally like ruined uh, Willow's vibe. Yeah. Like, because she's got to write, she was, she's kind of like writing in the main Ivy title, like this redemption story, mm-hmm. right? She's like, Ivy's kind of doing, she, you know, she's, she's finding her way, but she's, you know, she'll get there. But And this is like a total, like, I don't know. She, she took a jug handle on the highway and went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it just, it just felt like it just wasn't like clicking with what she was doing. You know, you could totally feel the, the tie in vibe here. Cause she's like, Oh, I got this put a wrench in my gears. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'll give them credit. They got Nightwing's ass in there. They sure did. They sure did. It's, Always it's crazy how that thing has taken on a life of its own. Good for Dick Grayson. Yeah. Uh, an issue, a tie-in issue that I actually enjoyed as well was Night Terror's Robin. Did okay. you check that one out? I did read that one. Uh, what do you think? Nah. Man. Oh, yeah, okay. Jason and Tim. <clears throat> I, 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 it's, I don't know. I, <laughs> I liked the art. I, I did enjoy the Groundhog's Day of their worst moments. Um, because it, like to me, I don't know. It just worked mm-hmm. for the characters, and actually, it had me. 
I don't know. I wasn't annoyed by Jason Todd. You know, but, he's he walks a tightrope of when he's used and I enjoy him. And when he's used and I'm like, oh, God, come on. I wish he stayed well, dead. I don't know. I don't like the Todd stuff at all, especially this weird red okay. hood thing. He's just getting beat by the crowbar well, over I, and over. I, uh, yeah. And then, like, maybe Hoss can correct me on this, but I feel like Tim Drake has kind of moved, not moved past, but accepted. And, and well, I guess he has moved on from his father's death. Like, I don't think it would affect him. Like I, I just I feel like Tim Drake as a character is a lot stronger than they kind of depict him in the in the book, you know. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, sure for me. So where my mind can go with that is that could be a move by a villain or your mind or a nightmare or something that you are finding like I am past this, mm-hmm. and then the evil part of you can be like, oh yeah, asshole. Well, buckle up, and then let's just throw it right back in your face and let's open up that wound again. Um, okay. That does kind of work to me if done well. And I think it was done well enough here that it didn't bother me. I now, love this Tim Drake design, by the way. I, I understand. You do? Yeah, I like the character yeah. design. Um, is it Eddie Barros? That had, like, he did the Red Hoods story in the um, mm. Batman Ur- Urban Legends and then he did Task Force yes. C. Yeah. Okay. A lot of this art makes me think of his stuff, and I'm a big okay. fan of his stuff. I like his um, stuff, yeah. So, let's see. Kenny Porter wrote the script, and Miguel Mendonca was M- on the Madonka, art. Madonka. Madonka Donk. So, I might have been saying his name wrong. Miguel M. So, I don't know. I, I did like the, the Robin issue. Uh, and then, lastly, Night Terror's Nightwing. Terrible. That one's not bad. I like that one. Yeah, like I was a, I was a fan of I was a fan of that one. Where are you? You jumping around weeks? I'm trying to keep up with you. Yeah, this was this came out on the eighteenth. Okay. Yeah, Sometimes jumping got, all over the place, Pete. I know. I got I got to look at them because I'm like, what happened? There's like forty books I read. Oh, I'm going by the list that I that I sent you, as well. Oh, uh, I know, I'm, not, I'm not looking at the well because it's all because because this is a a big digital month. This is a big Kowalski month for me. But yeah, I mean, this one, Nightwings and Arkham, you see a lot of the the Batman villains. Um, I don't know, some good stuff with Dick Grayson, and I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a fun issue, not fun on the level of like Tom Taylor kind of fun on the Nightwing book, but uh, fun enough. I liked. I see. I'm into this because actually, my favorite one was the punchline one. I know we'll get to that one after after we wrap up the Nightwing one. And that's oh, okay. why I withheld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's they're kind of like connected. Yes. Okay. Well, then just rip off the bandaid. Punchline. Uh, I really, I think, I actually think it's the best one out of all of them. To be honest, um, this Pete's this probably... sitting down, and it's good because Pete, I read a punchline what? issue. Oh, you should. She's a good character. I did. I read it, yeah. and I liked it. Quite it was a bit. fun. You know, the the go back and forth with her and Babs, and kind of, and kind of seeing, you know, what. Punch because punchline's so new, you really don't we don't know too much about her. So like I'm still like yeah. in the infancy phase of getting to know her. And like this is kind of cool, like you kind of see what makes her tick. I guess because she's so unestablished and I don't really know her as a character, I, that's why maybe I enjoyed it more than seeing like kind of like Batman deconstructed into like a crying baby, you know. Yeah. Maybe there's something there. Um, but yeah, no, the punchline was I, I thought it was fantastic, and it ends and and the way it ends, they're like kind of like like what like Bar- is Barbara like a central figure here or is she just a comment you know like 
because it, it feels like there's going to be something there. I read Nightwing's issue first, as the, and then read the punchline, and I instantly did think of like, oh wait, hold on a second, is this a dream or not? Yeah, which is cool. Um, so it's got to be because then I mean that was a you don't know the moments of when what's happening in these night mm-hmm. tears books is going to reveal that this is a nightmare. This is a dream. So her fight with Batgirl was like, Oh, okay. This is a good fight. It looks like it looks good. And it's moving on. And then it's like blood splatter. And then it's like, Oh, she's dead. And there's no like shock or anything from punchline. She's just, it's fun to exterminate her. Wrote it, wrote it. And then like, yeah, I killed her done. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well that's, that's a nice little addition here. Let's see where this goes. And then again, I don't, I was annoyed by the creation of the character. Probably didn't give her a fair shake because it was in the midst just of Tynan. Well, it was Tynan's creating a bunch of new, just like that vibe of like, Oh yeah, I created another character, created another and then forcing it on us. And I was just, I don't need this. Um, but I enjoyed her character in this and how after that, I think I even checked like how far am I into this issue after Batgirl's dead? I'm like, I'm only halfway through this. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, then the art continues to look fabulous as it gets close on her. And then you just kind of see her tick in the aftermath. And then like, I don't know, it was all really interesting to me. And I love that she's walking, like she gets to the clock tower and she's walking by the suits and then the very and you know, she has her tongue out and then the next panel is all the suits are moving and then the yeah. Batgirl suit like reach like I don't know that's a really cool kind of like nightmarish thing that we've that we've seen like in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie or something like that and mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's really cool and then yeah how it just like turns on her and she gets a little bit more freaked out by this um they should just really work for me I liked it yeah. no I, I I liked it I think it got really really horror like movie when as soon as she got into the clock tower and Things were creaking. She had to like look around and everything. It was fun. And yeah. then, you know, at the end when the robotic arm like catches her as she like dies out of the building, you know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure. Like, like I'm wondering is like, is some of this stuff kind of like blend into reality? Cause like they made Barbara in the Nightwing book at the end, she looks kind of robotic and she kind of, you know, maybe like an early stage of whatever this monster thing is. Like, I'm kind of curious yeah. now. It just got me thinking like, is something going to get pulled into reality? Is it mm-hmm. is it going to have like that Freddy Krueger vibe where like you know you you know if you hold on to Freddy while he wakes up, you can pull him into the real world? You know, like yeah, is something like that going to happen? Is there going to be like some sort of angle, or do I just watch too many horror movies? You don't watch enough horror movies, well, so there you go, you're good. That's that. Do you have any more uh, night terrors? Anything? Uh yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Jeez. You know, I'm kind of unprepared here, Lauer. Jeez, no, come on, Pete. Caught me, caught me I thought you did the work. Pants. I did do the work. But <laughs> my list is my list is a little different than yours. And you joked around, so I'm kind of confused. And now I'm just sitting here for Oh, I followed the list, Peter. No, no, I made my own list because I think I read uh the, the like all the the, the unlower qualified issues. I read all of them, Pete. Every night terror's issue. I didn't make it to the end of Did you uh, read that many? An- Angel Breaker. I didn't um, read that one. Let's see. Um, oh, shit. I can't pull up my email. Sucks. Batman Inc.'s not tied into Night Terrors, so. No, it's a Batman book. Yeah. There's a new Batman Beyond book, too. 
Did yeah, I read, read that, that one too. Yeah, that's a good one. You did? I read that. I did. That's okay, well, 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 we got to wait until we're done with Night Terrors. All right, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, my list is different. I read these stupid things. The only thing I actually didn't read this week was your Scooby Doo book. I found it. By what? The way. I, it, it was a time issue. All right, Batman Inc. is a protest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, are we still on Night Terrors or no? We don't want Night Terrors. Yeah, we're still on Night Terrors. Uh, the, the Batman and oh, Friends Night Terrors edition. Oh, Night Terrors Harley Quinn was. Uh, let me pull that up. It's like it has to be. Uh, uh, some parts I liked overall. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm with you. I just, it, it just, they're really like diving into the Harley Quinn multiverse stuff in the, in the comics. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's like DC's doubling down. They're like two, two simultaneous multiverse stories and the regular Harley and this, and it was okay. I just like, it, more, it's just more of the same. Like, I don't know. Like I'm just not vibing with this stuff. So I, I don't feel like I wasted all your time just to say that. Yeah. But I'm with you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not down with it. I don't know. That's it. Um, let's see. One of the night terrors on there. I didn't read Angel Breaker. I didn't read Titans. I read Titans. It was better than Harley Quinn, but was it? Still, just like meh. Robin Flash. I didn't read Zatanna. I did. It it does say what like kind of. Oh, what's the what's his name from Doom Patrol? Oh, Catwoman. Cat. Oh, Night Wing here. Night Terror's Catwoman here. I I I I'm really I'm really pissed at DC Comics for this. Not only <laughs> does this book suck, and not only is the yellow oval in it, which pisses me off, but everything they've done with. Uh, and this has probably gone on longer and I probably should be more mad about it with Maggie Kyle is just so stupid. Like they've totally like, diluted the character. Now she's basically like, I, I don't know, a vigilante version of the nun or some shit. Like it just, it's really dumb. It's really dumb what they turned the character into. And I, I, like, I get it. She was kind of like a vegetable and you know, everyone like had whatever, but like it gave Selena like such passion to like do things right by her sister and to, you know, it gave the character depth. She wasn't just a criminal. Like Maggie Kyle is a big part of like Selena's motivations overall. And like it, this book in general, just like butchers her character. And I just like, I can't stand it. It's it's, this is like an abomination as far as I'm concerned. In terms of like Catwoman mythology, it's horrible, and the art sucks too. Like it's just a bad book overall. Like I would just like, I wouldn't even burn this in my fireplace. That's how Whoa. bad it is. Yeah, I didn't it's, enjoy it. It's it's not it's not good. It's just not good. It really pisses me off. So there you go. That's that, that's something I had to get off my chest. All right. And I think he that's feels it better. Yeah, a little bit. A little All right. Little bit. All right. Well, well then there we go. Well, let's get let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming, huh? And what, let's talk what, about the regular Batman comics released in July. Not as long of a list as the Night Terrors. First one I have up came out that second week of the month. The Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number 10. Written by Red Ivan Cohen, who was on this show back in November. Um, I thought this was another, like, not more of the same, just like what you come to expect from this book. Like, that's what it's delivering. So art looks very consistent and is good. Um, the story is like, you know, it's a mystery cruise. No, I need to give the artist a shout out. Dario Brizuela. Dario B. Uh, like the mystery ink they have a they have a clue to solve or a, a 
mystery to solve on a cruise ship. Um, it's got pirates. Uh, Pete, you did. You said you didn't read it. Not your Scooby Doo book, no. I didn't. Okay. I think you should, if you find some time. It's a quick read, as they all are. If you find some time, ten minutes or so, I think. Is you this the one with the pirate on the cover? Yeah. I saw it at the shop, and I was like, "Should I read this for Lauer or not?" And just, eh. Um, it's it's fun, uh, but I think there's something in it. No scrappy. Don't get your hopes up. Um, I'm something really in it that you have fun. Scrap, scrappy like that. I'm happy. That's just why I'm so dedicated to this Ooh. because they they cooked him over a fire. So there you go. That one. I mean, consistent. Why do you same hate level dogs? as everything? Same everything before. Um, I've said about this series of it's just consistently fun, and that's what this mm-hmm. issue delivers. Mm-hmm. The next week, July eighteenth, mm-hmm. Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker number three. Yeah, this is like the first good, first good Batman book I read in July. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Forty-five really? minutes in or so, <laughs> yeah, finally a book I'm happy finally, about. Uh, finally, so I mean, my boy Freeze is back. The Joker kids are causing trouble. Harley's running amok, right? Like it's just it, it's it's kind of nonstop. It's kind of a roller coaster ride. And uh, I I didn't think I'd like this one as much as I did. I think this is way better than the second White Knight. A lot better. I think a lot better a lot than more. Curse. Yeah, I think there's a lot more yeah. depth than Curse. Uh, I, I'm not a big Curse guy, you know that. Um, yeah. It's the only one I actually don't like out of White Knight in general. Everything else I think is fantastic um this is this is really good i am i'm really surprised by this um what about you what do you have to say i loved it yeah it's Um, it's hard to just throw out like oh perfect masterpiece epic i feel like an idiot on twitter no yeah (laughs) yeah i i did i just curse is even like i'm a big fan of curse there's just there's no for me there's no um fine in the white knight stuff i've just kind of i've loved it all which is very rare for me to just have something be consistently mm-hmm. up to that level that i've just enjoyed and then the tie-in stuff because i'm very eh, on tie-in stuff i think tie-in stuff works no, but this <laughs> i i really i enjoy the different look that murka and dolfo the artist has on this like that it's a unique different kind of style that makes it a little bit more you almost you could almost be fooled to think that this is more lighthearted and fun, but it's like there's also enough maybe in the coloring and stuff to make it Murphy's arts like that. Too. A little a little more mature and uh darker. Like I hate throwing that around all the time because that's just overused, but I mean a little bit style. to where it's not just like kid fluff material either. Um and I like just like the different things that are being juggled, you know, and how Harley and now it's a riot, not Neo. Don't call her that. Um, they're going to get the kids. And then, which they're is always friends. kind of fun. They, they reach the kids, but then because there's a fight going on, the kids like abort <laughs> and take off mm-hmm. away from them. So it's like, ah, those, those damn kids. But I just think, I just think it's a lot of fun. And then I think the the last page, I'm really interested. Like, okay, cool. Let's see what happened now. What happens next issue? Because it's interesting to me that he's orange. That's a mm-hmm. warm color. Yep. 
Exactly. Very interesting. Huh. Very all right. interesting. I'm in. But all, all right. right. Like yeah. it's it's just it's an odd color choice for freeze. Yep. Orange. At first I wasn't sure if it was freeze or not. I'm 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 curious because I know because I've listened to the uh Batman the animated Cap series Murphy show. Sean. Yes. Um <laughs> Batman the animated series show podcast that Clay McCormick and Sean Murphy do, and you hear about like how much they love um like the Heart of Ice episode and how they they dealt with Mr. Freeze there. And so to bring him back into this, it's like, oh, okay, this is like a treasured story, a treasured character for them. Did you and like know- Baron von Freeze or whatever it was? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, and I know Clay McCormick is a co-writer on here with Katana Collins. So I just feel like bringing him back into the mix, it's like you got to be delicate, got to be true to the character, true to the story. It has to make sense and stuff. So it's just, hey, finally, like an exciting, not ju- not like, hey, finally for this book, but hey, we're teasing Cliffhanger next issue. And it's like, hell yeah. What are you going to do with yeah. this? Rather than, oh, geez. I yeah, no, something, this, you know? this, so. th- this book... Every month gets me excited for next month. Yep. Every month. It, 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 it does its job. It's a well-told story. It progresses. It's never dull. It, mm-hmm. It's action-packed. There's emotion. You know, there's new characters. There's struggle. It, it's, it does everything it's supposed to. This is such a well-made comic book. It's there a totally book. You heard it from Pete. Yeah. Pete knows comic books. Yeah. Um, I think that also <laughs> that same week, uh, Batman Superman World's Finest, number 17, uh, it wraps up mm-hmm. the Metamorpho and, and Mezo and New Mezo and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Dan Mora's art is excellent. The story is fun. I don't know that it's, it's one little, that I It's like a little far out there for me, but like, yep. Same. You know, it's cool. I'm glad it wrapped up onto the next one, but I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought it was going to. I've really I enjoyed too. this title. Um, you know, I I actually checked checked out the uh, world's finest Teen Titans book. That was good too. So that's a nice little spinoff, also yeah. written by Wade. So I'm enjoying Wade's comeback tour. I think it's been great for comic books. It's been a lot of fun. It feels very 2000s. The, these books feel very 2000s to me. It's interesting to me. So what I remember the most is how it ends and what it's teasing. So, which is bad oh, because I know how you and yeah. I are in the sense of like, no, you need to talk about what you just read slash watched. Not like what's next, but you know, it says next the untold origin of the Superman Batman team, and well, it's got a little little magpie on a uh, and the Riddler, and then underneath it says in the return of Boy Thunder, which I don't care about that, I care about the Batman and Superman suits that are behind him, which is King. This makes Come. you want to go out and buy that McFarlane figure because I never thought I was going to. I didn't like that suit in Kingdom Come, but now it's like grown on me over the years. The Batman one, yeah, yeah, me too. It's really I held off for a long time. Yeah. So I'm really, yeah, curious where they're going to go, where they're going to go next. Because though, like, this story went places that uh, I wasn't expecting and a little out there for my preferences and sensibilities, I, I still had fun reading it, though. And so, like, as long as I'm just entertained still, then I'll just keep coming back. So, can you definitely... believe Magpie's coming back? Can you Hell yeah! Magpies coming back. Fishnets or we riot. Okay. Fishnet stockings or we riot. 
Magpie yeah, is go Magpie. back. Go Magpie. Why not? What a creation. Uh, let's see. Batman the Brave and the Bold, number three. Can we get 20... a Matt Reeves Magpie film freak movie? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt Reeves would totally yeah. crush a film freak movie. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know? Film Freak what? and then Clayface, like the original Clayface. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what it is. Maybe like Film Freak was like <laughs> the boom operator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clayface. The boom operator. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they that's it. They both got fired from the set. And then they, uh, and then they went to a life of crime. That's it. I just wrote your third movie. And got your it. Sequel. That's right it. there. That's it. Reeves, Reeves is listening. He's like, damn it, Vera. He's a great idea. Somebody send him a check. <laughs> Mr. Uslin, go tell Pete to shut up. <laughs> Don't say this until after the writer's strike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, issue number three. We knew this was coming, that the Tom King, Mitch Garrett's story was going to be pushed back a month, and instead it was going to be like a filler story. They got you, suckers. Garrett's is really working... Uh, to the extreme on delivering some stuff, which I've been the first two parts of that story. I've, I've been all about it. Um, I think you've been very meh. Okay. Like fine. Um, not as high up on the praise as, as I am with it. And this, it's there's two aspects in an overpriced book. This is the third issue now in this, where there are three regular size stories and then a, an eight page story. And the eight page story has been Batman, but I want to talk about the first one written by Dennis Culver, art by Otto Schmidt, called Mr. Baseball. This feels... Way better than what we normally... I think it's better than the, the story of... The Joker Wilson. story? Hell yeah. I don't, I don't think so, but... Because I think... I'm kind of Paul Herman there. Like, Paul Herman's like, why read Spider-Man Blue? Just read the original Spider-Man stories. I'm like, why read this Tom King story? Just read the original. <laughs> like, it's basically about it. This know. feels like a rejected script for the animated series mr baseball does because it was too violent and too mature okay. because i felt like oh mr baseball what okay this feels cartoony but then you see what happens to the guy and he's got lucille that he stole from negan um and he's using that as his weapon and it's like, like oh shit this is i think he calls it otani a bloody <laughs> there you go got to keep up with the times yeah uh, lucille was a decade ago okay Otani, we're beautiful, Otani. <laughs> but I was a little like, okay, is this supposed to be hokey or is this really? And I think it's like it's pretty good. It's I'm a pretty wild one shot story that is cartoony and campy, but also messed up. Yeah, fits with like the mob stuff that, and you know, feels feels kind of Gothamy. Yeah, it's very, like very Gotham. So I was I was surprised that when it was. I was questioning it the whole time I read it. And then when I was done and I sat with it, I was like, actually, I think I did like that quite a bit. It was good. It was very good. Yeah. I actually liked it more than the one in the end. I don't like the one in the end. You don't like the one at the end? No. Okay. I, the artwork, I didn't like at all. Especially the Batmobile. I was like, what all is things Rolls, considered. What is that, Rolls Royce? <laughs> Art by Jorge Molina. Um, he, Jorge Molina on Twitter... It didn't seem like his normal style. Did no, it didn't. Um, he did a I gotta find it. He did a thread on the story, which is pretty fascinating. 
um, and how what printed was not as clear as the art that he finished. It's it's very dark. It's a very dark tale. I think that was, yeah. So he said July twenty fifth, and maybe I'll try and uh, I'll mark this after we post this episode. Yeah, because it's straight from the artist's mouth, and he says I'm with a bittersweet feeling. Um, On one hand, I'm very proud of the story we created, and it's my debut as a co-creator on a Batman story. Um, And he takes you through, and he has screenshots of his art that looks. I I I loved. I loved it. And he actually had a proposal for what this is. So Peter, maybe this is a good idea or maybe this is good news for you, but the city of monsters, he actually proposed as a, as a story mm-hmm. um, a few years ago with DC and it just never happened. So now it's an eight page black and white story, but I, I love that. It feels, it feels like universal monsters ish on a much more like Gothic level, black and white. The art is awesome. Um, I know it de- it deems itself like goes a little more supernatural with the the man bat stuff and everything. Um, I'm not. I do wish that his Batman, because I think it's a great Batman shot. The style is sim- is simple and everything. I just wish that he had gloves. And I know that's very nerdy, but it just seems a little off putting when he's standing there in front of the moon and he doesn't have gloves. Everything mm-hmm. else is covered, but he doesn't have gloves. And he's a pretty skinny Batman. He's a very thin Batman. I don't know. I, I did like the story, but I think the takeaway here is the art. The art, I think, is just pretty is just pretty awesome. Okay. And what'd you say? Did you you did or didn't like the Batmobile? I did not like the Batmobile. You didn't like the Batmobile. Okay. No. I was like, it's weird. It's got like this It's got gargoyles on it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just I'm not uh I wasn't vibing with this. I don't know. The design okay. of the Batman in general, like I just I like the belt, <laughs> uh, but yeah, not really into this. No, can't say that I am. Yeah, I do not like this weird looking Batmobile. It's just, it's too much for me. I'm sorry. It just, <laughs> I, if there's it a little like bit. The cars from like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Remember that Sean Connery movie? <laughs> Barely. It looks like some, it looks like it was ripped out of there. It feels like Batman in that world. There's a there's a little bit, a couple of panels that seem a little like the Batman Child of Dreams mm-hmm. book as well. I would be all for like a black label three issue magazine format story of this and in black and white even. Like I don't even need it colored. I would okay. I would be I would eat this up because I just love the gothic vibe of it. He kind of looks like Pattinson a little bit too, this Batman. There you go. I'm winning you over. Um, oh, I'm still not interested. But Peter Vera demands it. But no, I mean the design on that last page of kind of like in this universe, what each yeah like, th- that's got to be Scarecrow to the right, and I yeah, yeah. I love it. I want that story. Doesn't he look like uh, Scrunjili from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Like who? What's the, I know? I, I don't know Caribbean, but the second one, right? He calls oh. Johnny Depp calls him Scrunjili. I forget what his oh, real name gosh. is. He's got the, the, the tentacle chin neck. Davy Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to that reminds me of. I didn't think about that, but yeah, now I see it. That's cool. Yeah. That's the standout for me. His his freaking batterings are huge. Yeah. His batterings are, are huge. It looks like they're almost like hand axes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, I, I I I don't know. I want that. Oh, the scarecrow, this look and everything. I would Todd I would McFarlane. I would love it. 
and then lastly on this um finally got the wrap-up of batman the audio adventures number seven god damn it i love this book yeah me too yeah it's just got classic vibes it's it, it, it i love the art yeah, so much like I, I love the art it's 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 not too serious, but it's not too dumb either. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It like toes that line. This is like my Scooby Doo. Yep. You know. Yeah. It's like it's, but it's perfect. I think it's a little bit better than that. I think it takes itself a little bit serious, more seriously than that. It's just like a contemporary. Just, I think you might have said it. Um, like a blend. contemporary, Vitas, comic yeah. book. It just, I, I like it. It feels vintage, you know, and all the modern elements. But not, he's not too advanced in technology like it just feels like in the right time right place for batman you know yeah it should like i know if somebody hasn't jumped on it yet it should be coming to dc universe infinite ultra um i highly recommend checking it out i haven't seen an announcement or a pre-order or anything yet for a trade collection for it i hope that's coming because i'll eat that up uh, it's really good and listen to the podcast too the podcast is excellent it's i don't know it's a lot of fun i really like this issue remember when they did the 80 page special last year and you and i were very disappointed by it it was like yeah uh, it was, that was the one that i didn't enjoy but the one before that i liked mm-hmm. so yeah so, so then they announced the, the series i thought the series the seven issue series was going to be more like the special from last year and yeah. so i was very surprised and happy that it was its own thing and it was different yeah, they definitely tried to reformat it a little bit. You could tell. Uh, let's see. And then uh, Batman and Friends for this. It's not tied in in Night Terrors. I also read the World's Finest Teen Titans book. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I think it's a real good book. Wade is killing it right Mark now. Mark Wade. Oh, that guy. He's a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a guy. He is. He knows what he's doing. Um, In the comic biz. Yeah. What else you got, Pete? Uh, I read po- the Poison Ivy book, the Uncovered. It's just a bunch of her covers. It's okay, like the they, Joker one last month. Yeah, right? but I thought the Joker one actually had a better story. Like you know, there's mm-hmm. like a small story in between Ivy. Like, yeah, they're trying to connect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually thought the Joker story was a little bit better. So okay. there's that, and then there was Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder. Oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. The anthology book, and I, I I liked it. It was fun. It's okay. I liked it way more than uh, what's it called uh night terrors harley like it's it's cool yeah it's it's a fun like i would i have no problem spending money on this like anthology books i I like the tales Uh, especially the one with gaggy so and you know including gaggy is always you're a big gaggy fan yeah how could you not be he's like the joker only has so many like real because you're just pulling for hasbula to be cast as gaggy and matt reeves the batman (laughs) secretly yeah i think it'd be great all right, that one I'm gonna read. Role. You should. Like, read I, it. I just, I just ran out of time before we recorded, but yeah, that mm-hmm. one's on the list. I want to read it. Yeah, you're full of shit. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what you sound like. Okay. What else you got, Pete? That's it. That's all I got. That's it. I thought you said you read the Batman Beyond issue. Oh yeah, it sucks. I could. I, okay. I barely made it way through. It was horrible. It was. It's just, it's Damn it, I was bad. trying to edit on a positive note. <laughs> it's just as bad as the first volume that we didn't like. Ugh. Funny thing is, I think the writers July of that was not one a good month. Wrote I'm glad the, I didn't buy one. <laughs> wrote that black and white story that Jorge Molina and Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. Sometimes you sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. What you want me to tell yeah. 
Yeah, the Batman Beyond one, I just said, nope. Got me yep. on it last time. Did not nope. enjoy. I don't nope. need to hop back into it. Kind of like our, right our silent show. <laughs> kind of like our, uh, like you said, our quiet protest on Batman Inc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the book that comes out every month, we don't mention it. We just we're, keep we're, on we're going. Uh, nope. I'm sorry, Mr. Clow. I know you love Batman Inc. Yep. I'm sure hobby, hobby, Batman Inc. has to be a hobby thing. It just screams hobby. Hobby's got to love it. Yeah. Right. He's got to love it. Not going to get us, though, hobby. Ha ha. No, no. Although I guess we are talking about it, aren't we? Your Batman RIP. Someone's listening and they're like, oh, man, there's a new Batman Inc. story out. Cool. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, let's read it. This backfired, Pete. Um. So July was not a great month for you. No. What about you? Did you have a good month? It was all right. There's definite like the I think the average for the month puts it at like a B minus for me uh, because there were some things there were some things that I really liked. There's something some I don't even say that oh I I hated it I don't think I ever say that I hate oh I hated Catwoman I hated Catwoman um but there's definitely flat out I did not like this but then there's something that's like redeeming of. Well, I did not like the story, but I liked the art. So I think average for a month, I think B minus for the month. My favorite issue, I'm... Generation Joker. Um, Generation Joker. Yeah. Audio Adventures is up there. Audio Adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's up there. It's good. You know? Yeah. Generation Joker. It's just, it gets it for me. So. All right. I hope, hey, Pete. I hope, I hope Clark is not listening because he's like, all right, you guys, no more access. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we've had worse. We've had rougher months than this, though. Probably. Where it was like you and I came away talking about like two books we liked, and we were just like, I just ah, oh, Tynan era on Batman. Like we did not but say I good things. <laughs> I enjoyed those books. Mm, okay. You, on the other hand, I did not enjoy those books. You were like, no, I don't. I don't like Batman. It's not my Batman. Can't take my Batman comics away. That's what Peter sounds like when he doesn't frolic. Nope. First of all, I never frolic. Anyways, Pete, thanks for doing the work. (laughs) Oh, oh. I don't think enough people tell you that they appreciate you doing the work. So thanks for doing the work. I will, you know, like Dangerfield, they get no respect. Yeah, there you go. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug away just in case people don't know where to follow you? Uh, well, I'm all over social media. That's yeah, you Twitter, are. Instagram, Mastodon. Uh, what else? Is there's threads? Threads. <laughs> there's threads now. Uh, you know, if you want to hit me up on AIM, I'm still on AIM. I think. <laughs> if that people are like, what's AIM? 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 <laughs> like. It's like that. That lasted three different nicknames too. Grab uh, your old uh, PC from two thousand one. Yeah. Plug it in right into the phone jack. Guy. Like, what's there a phone go. jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what's going on? These are all these weird things. The greatest social media platform of all time. Zach Schneider's favorite. Yeah. Vero at Pete Illustrated. That's my handle. Uh, you can follow my other podcast. Well, it's actually my podcast. This is a Bible podcast, so other podcasts. The other oh. podcast I'm on, Straight Out of Gotham, Straight underscore O underscore G. I do that uh, with the champion of Long Island, Eric. The Fitzgerald. champ. The voice of an angel. 
Yeah. And then I do the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. That's at Italians for Spidey. I do that with a rotating uh, door of guests. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Batmanfilm.com, Batman Film YouTube. You can find me there. I've Everywhere. Got, Doing everything. Yeah. Just me and Lauer are just all over BOF. We're yep. secretly trying to take it over from Bill. Yeah. If me and Lauer, I think me and Lauer combined might have half as many posts as Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, our our mission of taking it over from him is yeah. really working out, isn't it? <laughs> so he's like, what? They think they post more than me. And then all of a sudden, they're like, boom! That's yeah. it. That's the article. Fifteen <laughs> posts and one day posts. by Bill Jerry. Like, oh, 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 he's really pissed off today, guys. I'll show you, kids. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> we we plan a coup. We're like, Bill, we're not writing reviews hey. anymore. And then we get fired. <laughs> you've you've also been on or hosting the BOF podcast. Oh, I have. You, you bust yeah. out quite a few well, shows. That's part so, yeah. of Batmanonfilm.com. It is right? for it's sure. Awesome. But like specifically, it's highlight that too and say, hey, people yeah, that's hosting those episodes. It's been fun, fun to kind of, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you, you kind of grow up listening to it and then you kind of just do it for a little bit. You're like, wow, I did I did a BWF show. And like, uh, a recent a episode couple. was talking about the Dark Knight. So always plug stuff that talks about the Dark Knight. Oh, Dark Knight! We got Flash. We got two episodes of discovering, not discovering. We're just talking the Dark Knight. Had an episode talking about the Dark Knight and the Flash. We had the Dark Knight. Couple. Okay, Jesus. You're talking about the Dark Knight. Yeah, I'm talking about Keaton too. Why don't you slow your roll? I know there's Keaton's awesome. The Dark Knight movie was the Dark Knight. So excuse me. Generation 08 over here. Liar. Um. Yeah. No. That it's been fun. You know taking the reins of that i mean you know just i grew up with the days of oh geez kowalski hoss you and Raimi. oh wow even before then like oh man like i remember cloud was on there back in the day you had gerber on there mark mm-hmm. hughes even like i grew up listening to those guys and now it's like ah oh, it's mine bitch <laughs> yeah. there you go well, check it out i enjoy Keeps- it i have some free time Pizza. Come no, come like October, things are gonna be a lot different. <laughs> so, we, we won't hear from you at all. In, the, like, in the words of Ryan Lauer, I'm getting it in. Get it in. Yeah, Pete's getting it in. Uh, if you want to follow the Batman Book Club, a variety of ways you can do that. Like I said at the top of the show, patreon.com slash the Batman VC. Gonna try and add some some more content on that uh starting in August. Um, so you can do that there. If you want to follow the show, you can do that on Twitter and instagram and as pete mentioned too on threads which i haven't figured out what to do with that yet but i'm going to try and do something there at the batman bc uh make sure to subscribe to the batman book club youtube channel where pete and i have gone through the return to no man the road to no man's land and we're going to return soon and do the no man's land omnibus so check that out on youtube uh if you want to support the show i think i already said that like at the top patreon but if you want to Find some other ways. Tpublic.com slash TB or not slash just tpublic.com. And there type TBBC for the Batman book club to grab some T some cool merchandise with this logo Pillows. created by the great pillow. Justin Kowalski. Yeah, get a pillow, with the Batman book club logo on it. Why not? But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% a-okay. The quickest, easiest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So wherever you listen to it up for your podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So 
For Peter R. Vera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my Batman comics. Yeah.